Movies with Tim Lammers, brought to you now by Russell Security Resource, a trusted security partner since 1991. Call ahead for an appointment, 763-682-1253. Their website is russellsecurity.com. We head into the Memorial Day weekend. We talk to Tim Lammers. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. How are you? Doing pretty good. This is kind of uh, the kickoff of the summer and thus the summer movies. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, in a normal situation, I mean, your summer movie season, they call it the summer movie season, although it sometimes begins in late April, you know, with the big pictures. But uh, I think this one does qualify. I mean, it's Memorial Day weekend. Unfortunately, it's a little uh, damp outside. But, you know, look, at going to a theater, there are a couple films out in theaters this weekend, a couple big ones. Uh, the first one is actually on Disney Plus as well with Premier Access for $30 and new in theaters, Cruella. Now, are you the, uh, I mean, a lot, you can't assume that everybody's seen 101 Dalmatians, either the animated or the, the uh, live action, but I would imagine at some point. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Our kids loved it. You know, both the animated back in the uh, Disney day and, and then the, uh, they, they loved the uh, the live action one when it was out. So yeah, Glenn Close, right? Twenty five years ago. Is I mean, that that's right? crazy to think. So I think the first thing to remember is this is not a remake of of either of those films. This is an origin story of Cruella Deville. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really, you know, it looks at the rise of the evil fashion designer. Uh, again, like I said, Glenn Close in the in the live action version of Dalmatians. Emma Stone stars in this one. Um, starts uh, is, when Estella is Corella's original name uh, when she was a young girl, a street orphan, um, learns the art of grifting in London in the 1970s. Uh, Jasper and Horace, you know those guys from the Dalmatians mo- movies. Sure. They're young boys in this, so she teams up with them, uh, and for the next ten years, again, they're they're quite successful at grifting, which is not advised, you know, <laughs> but uh, she wants to have a legitimate job as a fashion designer. So the the, the boys managed to get her uh, a gig at a really esteemed fashion department store. And it's there eventually, by accident, actually, um, she does this punk rock design because it is the 70s. Uh, the Baroness Von Hellman, the fashion queen of London, played by Emma Thompson, sees it, likes it, hires her, but then takes credit for it. So that's a no-no. The other thing is is that uh, Estella's past is, is tied to the Baroness somehow, and there's a dark secret that the Baroness is keeping. Once Estella finds out especially, it's like, okay, we're going to... We're going to take over her title as the fashion queen of London and, uh, you know, kick her off the top of the perch. So, you know, look, Emma Thompson is great as the Baroness. She's a perfect villain in this. Uh, Emma Stone, again, it's a dual sort of character, two sides of the same coin. She starts innocent, but then she turns into the uh, the Cruella de Vil um, that we know from the 101 Dalmatians films. Yeah, I kind of was, I've seen so many trailers. Boy, they are loading up every media they can get their hands on with trailers on this thing. But uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, Emma Stone, even though it's kind of a um, uh, 
a character that's, you know, maybe turning despicable a little bit by the end of it, but she's really kind of quickly becoming uh, sort of an America's sweetheart, isn't she? She is, and that and, and that works to her advantage at the beginning, and that's, I guess, you know, you, you sort of see, you do see things from uh, Estella slash Cruella's point of view. I mean, uh, you know, the, her circumstances, uh, you know, her backstory is it's sad. Um, so you you get that empathy, which normally you wouldn't get if you were just watching the character in those Dalmatians films. But, you know, everybody starts somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so she uses that to her strength. But at the same time, it's amazing how she turns into this, like you say, a despicable character. <laughs> and um, the film actually ends basically where your 101 Dalmatians begins. Okay. There will be a sequel to this so long as the production is successful. It's not an automatic, obviously, because of you know the pandemic and the way theaters are right now. You know you got to make back your production costs and your marketing and all that sort of stuff. But I'm really hoping that happens because this is a great movie. It's a very unique origin story. I mean. You do have elements of 101 Dalmatians. You have to. You know, the black and white hair, the the fashion, some Dalmatians. But, uh, you know, it's its own unique story, and I really like that. Yeah. All right. So what do you give Cruella? I give it 8.5. Pretty good. Out of 10, yeah. Now. Yeah, it's, uh, it, and again, you know what? Look, I mean, if you're not comfortable with the theaters, again, Disney Plus, Premier Access, 30 bucks. Invite some people over. If you got four kids, split it in four. That's not that much. That's less than a movie ticket. And the other thing is, is that it's yours to keep. <laughs> you know, so you know it'll eventually come out on streaming for free. But yeah, I mean, you know, so I think people should definitely check this one out. Okay, and uh, it's tame enough for young audiences too. I think so. I mean, certainly there are dark elements. I mean, when you consider that original 101 Dalmatians and uh, <laughs> uh, Cruella wanting to make fur coats out of yeah. Dalmatian fur, I mean, yeah, it's kind of dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you have that here. Um, but, yeah, yeah, okay. I think so. I Look, if, especially if, if I, I don't think anybody would be interested in seeing it, whether they're younger or, you know, they saw it when they were kids. Uh, without seeing that first one. So you know what you're going to get. Very good. All right, eight and a half for Cruella, movie number two coming up in a minute. If you have a commercial building that has old, worn-out, rusty metal doors, call Russell Security for your commercial door replacement solutions. Stop the endless cycle of repairing your metal door by using a more durable, fiberglass-reinforced polyester door manufactured by Special Light. Special Light doors resist the constant deterioration that is unavoidable with hollow metal doors. These replacement doors are perfect for manufacturing, restaurant, retail, warehouse, or utility service doors. Check out RussellSecurity.com or call 763-682-1253 for a free consultation. Back with Tim Lammers talking movies. Movie number two features big-time movie actress number three this week. Indeed. Uh, Emily Blunt returns for A Quiet Place 2. Now, this one's been on hold for a year. It was originally scheduled for March 2020, and uh, pushed it back, pushed it back, pushed it back. Actually, it was scheduled for the fall, but then Paramount decided to take a chance, move it up. I think it was a smart move. I really do. People want to get out to the theater. They want to get 
they want to jump again. <laughs> you know, they want that sound, that wonderful sound, um, that suspense that you get with movies. Um, and I actually screened this one in the theater, Tim. Second okay. time in a screening in the past 15 months. So, uh, obviously a sequel to John Krasinski's uh, film, Smash Hit. And uh, Krasinski, unfortunately, didn't make it through that first picture. But he also directed that, so he directed this one as well. And is back for the first 10 minutes because they do a flashback scene to day number one when the aliens invade. Um, now, for those who might not have seen that first one, Basically, you make a noise, and you're a goner. Um, the aliens are, are very sensitive to noise, oh, and they're mean, ugly, mean, and nasty, and they will get you. So his family, his and Emily Blunt's family, their three kids, um, they had an advantage because their uh, daughter uh, was deaf, so they all knew sign language and could communicate with one another and, and found a way to survive because of that. So the first 10 minutes tells you about how it all began. 10 minutes after that, uh, flash forward to day 474, the day where Emily Blunt and her family figured out how to neutralize these aliens long enough to kill them by using this high-pitched frequency. Um, but the house was destroyed, so they got to hit the road again. But they bring them with this mobile unit to do the feedback if they need to. And they encounter a friend of the family, played by Killian Murphy, and through this weird radio transmission of a song that plays over and over, the daughter figures out this is, this is a sign, this is a signal of something. And they look at it as a signal of hope. So whether they're going to find the quiet place, the, the place of bliss where the aliens won't attack, I can't tell you whether they do or not, Tim. Mm -hmm. But it's a nice twist. It's a nice turn. Because you get basically the same thing as the first one. You make, like I say, you make a noise, you're a goner. You're you're done. <laughs> so I mean, they don't change that. Although you do see the aliens up close. Um, there's a lot more dialogue in this one. There was what maybe three, three dozen lines of dialogue in the in the first picture, and and in the first five minutes, you get more dialogue there than you got in the whole last movie. So Krasinski shakes it up a bit, and I I think it's a terrific film. All right, Quiet Place Part Two gets. Gets 8 out of 10. Um, 90 minutes again. I think the movie ends really abruptly. Um, and I think maybe the reason is is that it is so incredibly intense throughout the whole thing, and it leads up you know, to a very climactic you know, conclusion. And, you know, look, I, I, a movie like this, you just cannot wrap it up neat and tidy. It, it, and if it's a hit, there's going to be another one. Yeah. And... All indications at this point is that this story is going to continue. Sounds good. I suppose uh, audiences will be just barely daring even to breathe during the whole thing. Well, you know, that's the thing that I missed. You know, obviously the first one I saw in a packed house, and I love that. I love the, you can feel that sort of tension. You know, everybody jumps and screams at the same time. It's mm -hmm. really a fun experience. This one I screened with about, you know, a dozen people, other critics, et cetera. We're all spaced apart. But still, I mean, it managed to capture my attention. I was really engaged with the pictures. So I'd imagine even if you get a half-full theater, you're going to have a fun time with this one. All right. Very good. And they can hear and read and uh, investigate more about it. Whereabouts? Whereabouts?
directconversations.com is my website. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Tim Lammers Film. All right, sir, you have a good Memorial Day. We'll talk to you again. You as well, Tim. We'll talk next week. All right. Tim Lammers Talking Movies is brought to you by Russell's Security Resource, a trusted security partner since 1991. Call ahead for an appointment, 763-682-1253. Their website is russellsecurity.com.